In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. And then they want to send millions and millions of cars onto a grid that's broken. And yet we have that beautiful liquid gold right under our feet. They don't want to use it, but they'll take it from places like Venezuela. And it's very dirty, very thick, very ugly. And the only place that can refine it is here. So we refine their dirty stuff here. And he thinks he's helping us. Ay, ay, ay. When Biden hears me speak, he knows he can't fight back in any other way than to try and get me through these prosecutors. That we're That's the only way he can maybe get me. I don't think they can. First of all, we did nothing wrong. It helps when you've done nothing wrong after six years. Remember all the things? We want to get this paper. We want to get that. We want to get all this stuff. And you know what it's proved? It's proved that I'm really wealthy. I have very little debt. I have a lot of cash, and I built a great company. That's what it proved. Very great company. Much, much greater than anyone knows. You'll be seeing that. You'll be seeing that. He can't speak clearly. He can't think clearly. 
So he tells law enforcement, you got to do something about this guy. He's killing me. So we had just a little quick video made up. Would you like to see it? How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't. Look. Let's get ready to bumble. I think it's a right for people that bad at health care. True and international average of pressure. God, I can't believe I said that. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. Well, Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Wait, 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 wait. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> we went for two reasons. One. Come on, man. <laughs> my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I've had a couple Washington's. But the nature, not Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Um, uh, um, what am I doing here? I'm talking good. Yeah. I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that. Thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. What? Gotta go. Joe's gotta go. Joe's gotta go. Joe's gotta go. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, 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 hello. Joe has got to go. Now, there's another one minute of that, and I'm sure most of you have seen this rally by now. But there are folks who did not watch the rally. There are folks who did not see that, and I thought it was very important to start out the show like that today because we have 26, excuse me, 29 days, 29 days to slow the spread of stupidity, which you just saw a smorgasbord of stupidity in that video. Let's finish out what President Trump has to say about that video right now. You know, the leaders of the world, I got to know them very well, know them all very well. These people are at the top of their game. They're sharp, they're smart. Press always gets angry if I say some dictator someplace, some head of a communist party is sharp and smart. They say, oh, he said President Xi of China. He leads 1.5 billion people very strongly, very ruthlessly. He said he was smart. Yeah, he's smart. They make it like, oh, I shouldn't say that. No, he's smart. They're all smart. And when they deal with our people, I'm being nice when I say that, our people, meaning our leader and others, 
They can't believe what's happening. They cannot believe this has happened to the United States. And I'll tell you what, be very careful. You could end up in a third world war. Amen. They're very, and you want to know what's crazy about that? He's talking about leaders that actually want America to do well. And I'm not talking about Xi from China. I'm just talking about leaders around the world. There are leaders around the world that want America to do well. Because if America does well, then that means they stay safe. So it's not only our allies that are heartbroken over what we, what we are experiencing in a stolen land and a stolen election. But, the, but our adversaries are chomping at the bits. They love this. It's bad news all the way around. It's bad news all the way around. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, back in the seat here in the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here with you. I will ask you guys, for those of you who don't actually share, I'm going to ask you to share today. Because there's a lot of people that are coming in saying I could not get on just by going to Rumble. I had to come on through a messenger or a shared video. So please, please, please take the beginning of this show. Take this opportunity to share. And if you haven't liked or rumbled the video, Rumble and liking is the same thing. Thumbs up is a Rumble. Boxing glove is a Rumble. Plus sign is a Rumble. They're all the same thing. Please do that for me today. I would appreciate it. Now, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was there. At this, uh, at this Trump rally. And uh, Carrie Lake had a couple things to say. And, and you know what I love about Carrie? Carrie is so unapologetic. Carrie is so real that when she stood up there and talked about the, and addressed the press, telling her that she needs to remove herself from President Trump or it's going to hurt her, listen to what Carrie Lake had to say about that. And I say to them, put down Hunter's crack pipe. Right now. Hold on. Let's take it back even further. Take it back further. Here we go. I got to tell you, I have some of these know-nothing consultants who tell me, you know, you really need to back away from President Trump right now. And I say to them, put down Hunter's crack pipe right now. Right now. Put it down. Wouldn't it be horrible? Wouldn't it be horrible? What would it say about my character if I stepped away from my friends? If I step away from my friends, that means I would step away from you, and I will never step away from the people of Arizona. Amen. And so for those know-nothing consultants and the media, I want to show you what it looks like when I step away from President Trump. Only after a hug. Only after a hug. And that's what I love about Carrie, and that's why they're so afraid of Carrie. That's why they're so incredibly afraid of Carrie. Because she has got just as much gut, grit, and determination as President Trump. Now, you know how President Trump's always referring to the media in the back? I don't think, what I don't think President Trump understands is that the media in the back nowadays is not just the CNN and the ABC and the CBS. Now, I know President Trump probably says it for a reaction out of the crowd, but what I think President Trump needs to understand is, is that there's REV back there. There's RSBN back there. There's OAN back there. LFA TV will be back there very shortly. Pretty soon, we're going to outnumber the lamestream fake news media. But let's let, a lot of you said you got to see Ben Berkwam there yesterday. Or the other day, right? You got to see Ben Berkwam there. 
Ben Berkwam, we got to see him. We told him how much we loved him. We hugged him. Well, Ben said, I show the size of the crowd. The fake news media might not show the size of the crowd, but I show the size of the crowd. Check this out. I wish those cameras, the fake news, I wish, look at all of them. Okay? I wish I wish they turn around and show the crowd. They never like to do it. That goes back as far as the eye can see, and I even see people way back. We do it. We do it. We do it, he says. R.A.V. does it. Look at the crowd, as far back as the eye can see. And that's what I love about Ben. He says, we do it, Mr. President. We do it. We're not the fake news. We show it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for being here, and I'd like to thank you for being behind President Trump. I'd like to thank you for fighting for this country every single day, every single waking hour from November 3rd until today and beyond. It is not easy. It is very difficult. All of us takes bump, take bumps and bruises along the way. We get sick. We keep fighting. We get really sick. We keep fighting. We die. Our family members keep fighting. We have family members die. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we were leaving for vacation the other day. Now, we were supposed to go to Florida, as some of you know. We didn't go to Florida because of the hurricane. And uh, so we decided to uh, stay closer to home and and just, you know, we already had um, my wife's mother coming over to be with our kids. And, uh, you know, because we switched up the plans and we didn't just want to take them to Boston for a couple days. They've been there a billion times. We just said, let's go have some time alone. So her mom was coming and uh, we left. And, and uh, while we were leaving, uh, we got word that uh, my wife's sister died. My sister-in-law died, uh, 31 years old. And um, I'm very, very sad. I, uh, first thing I said was, well, we, we got to turn around. We can't, we can't go. My wife said, no, we, we're, we're going to go. There's not much we can do. And my wife... Uh, my wife insisted that we go. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of confused about that. Maybe it's just because she, uh, she wanted to grieve that way. But anyway, um, you know, we had about as much of a vacation as we possibly could, but it wasn't. We couldn't have one. We couldn't have one because her, her sister, her actual sister, not a ha- not a, uh, not a stepsister, a, a real sister. She passed away. Um, she was at our wedding. I didn't know her very well, uh, but my obviously my wife did. It was her sister, and uh, she left. She leaves behind an 18-month-old son named Maverick and a, and a nine-year-old son named um, Roderick. And uh, they were at our house when we got home yesterday. Um, my wife's mother, obviously, was, was at our house, and so she was taking the kids. And uh, the father of the children was actually in Canada when it happened, uh, getting uh, a certification for his work. And it was a drug overdose, ladies and gentlemen. It was a drug overdose, and uh, a lot of people are saying, "Why are you working? Why are you working right now? Why aren't you home?" I've been with my wife the last, you know, three days, four days since this has happened, and um, my wife just she needs some time to grieve. Not saying she needs alone time. She thinks, you know, she probably thinks she does. Obviously, people around her would be best, but uh, you know, I, I I couldn't help but think about everything that I preach to you guys every day. I couldn't help but think about all the stuff that I say about putting on a full armor of God and uh, wearing that full armor of God and relying on Jesus in these tough times, you know, and, and uh, you know, her fa- my wife's family is 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 uh, is poor, as is mine. Um, you know, we're doing OK, uh, but not great, you know. And so now, you know, funeral, 
and uh, all that stuff and autopsy and and all that. And now here's the thing I, I want you kids to understand, you kids that are watching right now. Um, she was a drug addict, but she had quit. She'd quit doing drugs. The kids were well taken care of at this point. In a moment of weakness, she had some friends over while her husband was out of town. And um, she decided they were going to dr- have some drinks. Right? You might just think it's harmless having some drinks at home. And, uh, you know, those one drink turned into two, turned into three, turned into four. And then she decided she was so drunk that she wanted to use. Hey, it's been a while since I partied. Let's use again. And we think she got something that had some fentanyl in it. And it killed her right then and there. And uh, so it's going to be pretty rough uh, for me and my family over the next course of uh, for a while. And this is the fourth death in a year for my wife and her family. Uh, If you remember, her uncle died uh, about a month and a half ago in Pennsylvania. And about five months before that, her grandfather died, who helped raise her. So my wife is going through a lot right now. For all those out there who have ordered from, my, ordered from our business before, you have my, uh, the email to my wife. Please send her some words of encouragement. Tell her you're praying for her. Tell her you love her. Um, there's only so much I can do. Um, I like, I'm the type of person that likes to offer uh, a solution to a problem rather than just being there. So I'm not the greatest empathetic person to be around because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to offer things to do rather than just be there. So, you know, we're going through a lot right now, and we could really use your, your prayers, and, uh, and I would appreciate that. So uh, let's go into the word of the Lord today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go into the, 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 uh, this morning's newsletter, um, which I titled, Jesus Needs You to Ease His Burdens. Jesus needs you to ease his burdens. Now, I know there's a lot of people that are probably confused by that, but let's get into it. I said, I'm so happy to be back. However, I have sad news. The day we left, my wife's sister died. She was only 31 years old and died of a drug overdose, and we think it's fentanyl. Like I said, she left behind a 9-year-old boy and an 18-year-old son, 18-month-old son. My wife is in shambles, and things are difficult. We rely on God during these tough times. And as I preach to you every day here on LFA, please keep us in your prayers and help relieve her burdens. And I titled this, Jesus Needs You to Relieve to ease his burdens. Now, why would Jesus need you to ease his burdens? And how could you possibly do that? Well, I'll give you, a, I'll give you an insight here. Verse of the day, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. God offers comfort to all. 2 Corinthians verse 1, 3 through 4. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given to us. Now, how could this possibly connect with easing Jesus' burdens? Well, ladies and gentlemen, what we have to remember about Jesus is that he is right now currently dwelling in the most holy place in heaven as we speak preparing a way for all of us to dwell there with him in heaven. That's where he currently is right now. He is sanctifying our forever home for those who accept him as their Lord and Savior. That's what Jesus is currently doing right now, if you ever wondered. The Bible tells us that Jesus feels our pain all the time, right now, currently, while he's there working. Jesus feels our pain. He feels our depression He feels our anxiety. He feels our sadness. 
He feels our despair. He feels our happiness. And he feels our joy. Jesus not only felt it as a human, but he also knows, he also now feels all of our emotions all at once. He took those emotions on his back for eternity. Imagine that. You know what one person's pain feels like. Imagine feels feeling what every person's pain feels like. That is what Jesus is enduring while he is sanctifying our forever home. So my request today is to relieve Jesus' burdens. And how do we do that? It's very easy, actually. We relieve others' burdens. We do for others as Jesus does for us. We make his pain lighter by relieving other people's pain. So be there for someone. You know somebody who needs you today, so reach out to them. Be a blessing, as Jesus is a blessing to and for us. Let's relieve Jesus' burdens today and show him how much we respect and love him. And we pray this in his holy name. Amen. Folks, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Um, <clears throat> I thank you guys all. I really do. Thank you for being there for me. I thank you for being there for my wife. Um, I switched over right now and I see, uh, Naldis puts a hundred dollars towards our family funeral. Voter USA two sends a hundred dollars in for rumble rants. Sharon Javon says, wish I could do more. Please just pray for us. Thank you so very much, Sharon. Thank you to Christina Mosier for the children. Prayers for Sabrina and Jeremy and all who are affected. M. Magillard, thank you very much for the $20 towards funeral expenses. And for Tom, 1964, $100 for funeral expenses. And I thank you. We'll put that towards that. I thank you guys all for being there for me. I'll ask you before we uh, move into the, to the morning show to please also visit auditthevotepa.com. They need help. They need poll watchers. They give you training. They will help you learn how to do it. They need you for the last 29 days leading up to the midterms. So please visit auditthevotepa.com today. If you live in Pennsylvania, find out how you can get involved. We've got 3,800 people watching here on uh, Rumble. We've got 1,000 people watching on Getter. We've got people watching on Roku and Firestick. Thank you, Roxanne. God bless you. And let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. And before we start our day today... I know, I know, I know so many of you are just starting today, your field of greens. So many of you have reached out and said, hey, we're starting our field of greens today. Let me take a drink with you as we start the show. Let's remain healthy as we fight off the, the evil of this world, as we fight back against death. 
Let's all remain as healthy as we possibly can. Let's be here for as long as we possibly can. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. Take the 30-day challenge and join us to become a healthier America. Here on LFA TV, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Please, if you have not done it yet, please, 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 rumble, like, and share this video right now. Here we go. We knew that censorship was going to come at us big time leading up to these midterms. Thank you, Ms. Mocha Power. God bless you. We knew that the censorship was going to lead up to these midterms. It was going to crush us. It was going to destroy us, or at least it was going to do its best to try to crush and destroy us. But what the left doesn't understand is we don't need Twitter. We don't need Facebook. We don't need Instagram. We don't need YouTube. We don't need Google. We don't need any of them. And we sure as heck do not need that CCP-funded TikTok. We don't need any of them. Why? Because we spent the last two years building an infrastructure in which we did not need any of them. However, however, this is not going to be a a, a story about complaining about censorship to us. We beat it. There isn't too many people out there that beat the system. LFA TV beat the system. However, this story is going to be a little bit different because when you start censoring scientists, doctors, and when you start censoring state attorneys generals, I mean, not attorneys general, excuse me, surgeon generals about the welfare of the people that live in that state, well, then you're playing with fire, ladies and gentlemen. Then you are literally, quite literally playing with a person's life or death just to extend your narrative, just to extend your agenda on the massive public. However, we didn't expect anything different from these people. And who are we talking about? We're talking about the medical establishment. You have your Democratic establishment. You have your Republican establishment. You have this political establishment, but you also have a medical field establishment. They're like rhinos. They're like Democrats. They're like Marxists. They do not care about the well-being of the United States of America. They only care about selling their product, pushing their agenda down your throat, controlling your life from top to bottom. That's all they care about. Big Pharma, every one of these people need to hang from the gallows in the streets so everybody can see. And I'm lumping Dr. Fauci in with that, Bill Gates, and all of them. Every single one of these medical establishment, rich, elite scumbags deserve the death penalty. They deserve to die today. Not my wife's sister, not your mother, not your father, not your sibling. No, these people deserve death today. Big Pharma deserves death today. And they deserve to be dead and, and, to, be, and to be taken out of this earth, out of this world With everybody watching, that's what they deserve. Big Pharma, in in, uh, partnership with Twitter and the CDC, have censored Florida's Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, for recommending that young males refrain from receiving the COVID vaccine. Even with all of this evidence coming in about what this mRNA vaccine does to you, even with all the evidence coming in about adult death syndrome, 
even with all the evidence coming in about what it does to people who are carrying babies. Even though all of the evidence and video footage over the weekend alone, five people, three of them while playing sports, drop dead. This man is censored. This man is censored. And he is the Surgeon General for Florida. Released a shocking report on Friday. According to Dr. Joseph Ladapo, there was an 84% increase in the incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39-year-old within 28 days following the mRNA jab. Let me repeat those numbers for you one more time. For all you ignorant, moronic, left-wing, brainwashed, scumbag, wussbags out there, who would not say anything that they say online in the streets to somebody's face in fear of getting their teeth knocked down their throats. 84% increase in cardiac-related deaths among males 18 to 39 years old. We know that that you don't think that there's males and females, but there are. Within 28 days following that stupid, ridiculous mRNA brainwash jab. Hey, everybody, get jabbed. You're saving others while you're dying yourself. Also, Big Pharma just partnered with Marvel. Yay! You can be a superhero today if you get your COVID vaccine, says Iron Man, Thor, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Hulk. You can be a superhero like us. Tony Stark, dead in the movies. Captain America, dead in the movies. Hulk is a girl now. You want to be like these people? Look what's what's happening to them in their stupid little fake universe. So Dr. Ladapo recommended that young males from 18 to 39 refrain from taking the COVID vaccine. Denmark and Sweden recently halted vaccines for healthy children. Twitter didn't like that. Twitter did not like that, so Twitter suspended him. The social media giant decided they knew more about medicine than Dr. Ladapo and took his tweet down, suspended him for the day. Couldn't tolerate it. Twitter continues to ban tweets from distinguished doctors who speak out against Big Pharma agenda or contradict Tony the Ratface Fauci. Twitter later allowed the tweet up after the uproar. You know why? Because they're scared of what's going to happen when that little dork uh, Elon Musk comes in and buys them. That's what they're afraid. That's what they're afraid is going to happen because he's saying he's going uh, to let everybody back and it's just going to be a free-for-all of information back and forth. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I don't really care about Elon Musk or if he's buying Twitter or not. What I do care about is silencing a Surgeon General which literally is playing life or death, playing God with people's lives. And if people do die because of a result of this kind of censorship, then Twitter should be on the hook for it. Why not? They allow you to go after Remington when somebody gets shot. They allow, they allow you to go after ammunitions makers when people use ammunitions to blow the lungs out of people. Come on, man. Why can't we go to Twitter? Why can't we go to Twitter and get a big lawsuit on Twitter for silencing truth? Screw 230. I'm not even talking about Section 230. Nobody cares about that. It's weak. It's fake. I'm talking about life or death here. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Now, remember last week when I told you that the military was 25% short of its recruitment goal? 25%. Think about that. Think about this for a second. Okay. You're going up against an army of 100 people. You need 100 people conceivably, right, to go up against that army of 100 people. But all of a sudden, only 75% of your army shows up, only 75 of them. That means that there's 25% of the opposition, 25 of them, there to assist the other 75 in taking out your only 75. Does that seem fair? Does that seem in any way, if you just talk about the most logical way of thinking about it, does that, does that seem like you were, you're going to win? No, that is weakening your army. Well, that trend is following, folks, because now the National Guard just lost thousands of service members and is about to lose thousands more due to the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Army National Guard Chief of Staff Major General Rich Baldwin said in an interview that the AP, that uh, current staffing, or in the AP, Associated Press, that the current staffing challenges are the worst he's seen in over 20 years. Now you remember why it was so bad 20 years ago too, right? The National Guard lost roughly 7,500 servicemen and women in the past year. That has nothing to do with Joe Biden though, right? And could lose his more and could lose more as a result of the government's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Part of the reason that recruiting numbers are so low for the National Guard and the military in general is that, ladies and gentlemen is that more soldiers are choosing not to re-enlist after the tour ends because they don't want to be part of this woke, general, white rage, milli-style army or or Marines or Air Force or anything. When you have people in the Air Force saying, things are getting too weak for me. (laughs) No offense to anybody in the Air Force. It's It's just a joke among service members. Calm down. I'm going to get somebody in here and say, I am an Air Force veteran of 30 years. How dare you? Just a joke. Kind of like seamen. The Army National Guard is predicting the loss of up to another 14,000 soldiers in the next couple of years in the National Guard alone because of this ridiculous COVID vaccine mandate. And the fact that the Supreme Court is too weak to step in and say enough is enough. You're weakening our chances of survival because you're pushing this crap that clearly does not work. Look at me. Look at me. The COVID-19 vaccine does not work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't prevent you from getting sick. It doesn't present, prevent you from dying. It doesn't prevent you from not getting a cough or a sniffle. It doesn't prevent you from passing it to somebody else. It doesn't reduce the chances of how sick you're going to get. It does absolutely nothing for you. Period. Facts show that. Time shows that. Hindsight shows that. And if you're too stupid to realize it, this is not the show for you. Bounce. We're done playing games with idiots here. And we're done arguing with idiots too. The COVID vaccine does nothing because COVID is a flu. And there's no cure for the flu, moron. So sick of being so pussified in this country that people are afraid to even say that even if they think it because they're afraid of the backlash. I'm done with that. I spoke to a guy down in Boston. We're going to show it to you on tonight's show 
who is out there screaming at the top of his lungs that Joe Biden needs to be swinging from the gallows to the point where a cop had to come over and talk to him for exercising his freedom of speech. And you know what he told me? The worst thing about it is he fears coming out and doing that because he gets spit on and he gets stepped on and pushed and kicked and yelled at because he fears saying what's on his mind. Not here. I'm going to say what's on my mind if you don't like it. Do what I said and bounce. I don't care if we got five people watching tomorrow. The reason why we're here is because there's so many people afraid to speak up. That's why we're here. That's why you're still seeing morons walking with masks on out there. I saw so many people in Boston this week with a mask on. I wanted to literally just jump in the harbor where the tea is and just float to the bottom and die. I couldn't believe how many stupid people are still alive. I guess natural selection didn't work in the last two years, did it? And if natural selection sure can't kill people off, then COVID can't. Now, as if this, this, this COVID-deranged establishment medical community couldn't, couldn't be at a worse point in their lives or lose more credibility, here comes a peer-studied review from the National Communications that says, hold my beer, Let's punch another hole in all of this. Despite the growing mountain of evidence showing that the experimental COVID vaccines are completely 100% ineffective at preventing infection and transmission, a newly published peer-reviewed study in the journal Nature has concluded, get ready for this, here we go, about ready to pop a vascular uh, vein, fully vaccinated and booster vaccinated contacts are generally generally less susceptible to infection compared to unvaccinated contacts. In other words, the vaccines prevent sickness and transmission, but here's the peer-studied review to prove that that is not right. They are saying that an unvaccinated individual who has had COVID before, let me say this again, an unvaccinated individual, that has had COVID in the past is better off than a person who has had COVID and is vaccinated. The only thing that they're saying is that if you are unvaccinated and you've never had COVID, that it might give you a little bit of protection. Might. Not even saying it will. It may, they said. The word is may. But a person who is unvaccinated and who has had COVID is stronger than all of them. Well, well, well. How about that? Natural immunity. Oh, no. Is it a thing? And you want to know something? They took actual data, proven data over time, which we should have taken before everybody put this in their body. Natural immunity. Can we all say it together, ladies and gentlemen? The two words of the day are natural immunity. Something we all knew you had when you caught something and got over it. It's all propaganda. It's all fake. And it continues to be fake. Why? Why? To steal elections, to steal money, to stay in power, and to abuse that power. And we just sit back and watch it and let it happen. Nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. And I'm not saying us. I'm talking about people in power. 
You know what I mean? Like high-ranking officials that believe the same thing that we believe, but yet aren't doing anything about it, except saying, well, that's not right. This isn't right. That's not right. No, doy, it's not right. How about stop all everything in D.C.? How about shut the government down until we get back to common sense? How about we just do that? No? Nah. Don't want to do that, right? Natural immunity. Period. Best thing you could possibly have. Anyway, before we move on to this next segment, ladies and gentlemen, I want to highlight a partner of ours, much like my pillow. Thank you, RJ Cat. She says, my sister died the same way. I'm sorry, donation for funeral. My wife will really appreciate this, you guys, when I show her all these. She really will because we're going to try to help out as much as we can with the funeral costs. But her, fa- her side of the family is completely broke, too. You know, we'll do what we can do. Anyway, much like my pillow, we partnered with four patriots for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. Now, we know there's Patriot Supply and PatriotFoods.com. All these companies are great. And I would promote every single one of them if I had the time in a day. But reason why I'm promoting Four Patriots is because you see this little tiny solar panel and solar generator here? $497 value. My wife and I have this. You need this. If you have an extra $497 anyway, you need this. You need this because in so many situations, if you don't have your own power grid, you're always going to rely on the power companies. And guess what? No matter how much they raise your rates, you're going to have to pay them because guess what? They've got a monopoly on this stuff. And I'm not saying this stuff will power your house, but it'll power your fridge. It'll keep your food uh, cold if you need it to. If you need to bug out, this thing will help and you never need anything but the sun. So go to 4 patriots.com today the the uh, description of the rumble video has all of the link use the promo code lfa you get 497 dollars you'll get a 20 percent or 20 dollars off 10 percent off i think it is 20 percent off 10 percent off i think it's 10 percent off but if you get the bigger one check this one out i don't have this one but if you were to get this one right here you get 400 dollars off of course, it's a $2,400 machine, and it'll power a heck of a lot more. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, go to 4 use the promo code LFA. Set yourself up even more to go off the grid if you needed to, or at least protect yourself from these monopolized electric companies. Because I don't know about you, but you can only get electric one place in my town, and that's from one person. And if you don't like the way they give you service, then you might as well go out and get yourself some solar panels, they say. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, Democrats, 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 they've always been and will always be the party, the political party of racism, always. They hated the black people. They hated the brown people of this country. They tried to marginalize them. They tried to keep them from getting land. They tried to keep them from getting votes. They tried to keep them from all men are created equal. And then somewhere along the lines, Democrats realized one thing. They realized that if they could push and propagandize and brainwash the brown and the black communities into believing that Republicans are bad, okay? Even though it was the Republicans that freed the slaves, that they could always use them when they needed votes by making them feel like we're the ones, don't bite the hands that feed you, we'll feed you, we'll feed you, we'll feed you. Meanwhile, what they're doing is they're keeping them, the black and the brown community in their own little box of, uh, uh, of, of not achieving anything. Anybody can go out and achieve anything in America. That's just the way it is. Don't tell me they can't. 
Thank you, Patsy Boatwright. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for that donation. Anybody in this country can do anything they want, anytime they want. And don't tell me they can't, because they can. If I see a guy on TV with no arms and no legs traveling around the country, being a motivational speaker, lifting people's spirits and helping people out, then don't tell me that you can't be something because of the color of your skin. That is the greatest trick that the Democrats have ever played on America. Just like the greatest trick the devil ever did on the world was, try, was uh, making it seem like he didn't exist. By default, God shouldn't exist. The greatest trick the Democrats ever played on America is that there are people that are oppressed, period. There are no victims. There are no victims of widespread racism in this country. Isn't happening. Isn't happening. But guess who remains racist? Democrats. Oh, yes, they do. Especially, especially a lady by the name of Councilwoman Martinez. Councilwoman Martinez caught complaining that her opponent is with the blacks. Unfortunately, what she, what she was referring to <sighs> was Mike Bonin and his adopted black son. Do we have that up on the... Um, see if I can show you this picture real quick. Bring this up on the screen. All right, let's just go here side by side. Here we go, look at this. This is her. This is Councilwoman Martinez. This is... Mike Bonin, and this is his adopted child who happens to have black skin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, L.A. City Council president, she's the president, says that a fellow Democrat's black son who's going to be going up against her in, a, in, a, in, a, in an election is like a monkey, is like a monkey, and says, F that guy, he's with the blacks. This is the Democrat talking about another Democrat. This is how they roll. Play the video. And Susan, you're right about that. Growing calls for resignations at City Hall. The, the target of this political firestorm right now is LA, LA City Council President Nori Martinez and fellow Councilman Kevin DeLeon, all part of controversial racial slurs that they made as part of a, a secretly recorded audio of a meeting they had last October. And at the target of those racial slurs is fellow Councilman Mike Bonin, specifically Bonin's son. As you know, Bonin is a white lawmaker. His son, his adopted son, is black. And that was the center of the controversy. All of this was posted anonymously online on Reddit a little while ago, the audio clips. They've since been removed. Some of the audio clips are still on the site, Knock LA. Here's a portion of one of them. Listen to Council President Martinez. It's like the oddest thing. It's like black and brown on this float. And then there's this, this white guy with this little black kid who's misbehaved. The kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. The audio of Council President Martinez at that meeting last October. Uh, so that has ignited the controversy. The mayor, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, just out a little while ago with a statement. He's reacting to all of this now. The mayor saying there is no room for racism in L.A., but the mayor stopped short of saying anything about resignations or any type of action that should be taken against the councilman involved here. For her part, Councilwoman Martinez is apologizing. Have a look at this. She came out with her apology a little while ago. Council President Martinez saying, quote, in a moment of intense frustration and anger, I let the situation get the best of me, and I hold myself accountable for these comments. For that, I am sorry. Stop quote. Another apology also coming in as we come back out loud. I hold myself accountable, and for that, I'm sorry. What accountability do you have? 
If you're holding yourself accountable, then you need to resign and you need to resign now. The Democrats are the party of racism. They always have been and they always will be. And for people out there who just want to refrain from doing a quick history lesson, I don't get you. What is wrong with you? Why are you so apt and so quick to believe somebody on something that is a topic that is so important of whether somebody is racist or not? And you're just so quick to believe somebody because they tell you to because they're a politician with the word Democrat in front of their name. How about you do what Kanye West is trying to get you to do? How about you become a, I don't know, a free thinker? They are, they always have been, and they always will be the party of racism. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, remember, remember the three things that the Democrats have to run on in these next 29 days and beyond until 2024. The three very things they have, and this is it, abortion, which we know where that ranked. We did a poll last week. Independents, Democrats, and Republicans. Abortion was on the bottom of the list of things that people had issues with. Abortion. Well, they lost on that one. Here's the other one. Number two, racism. That's so old and tired, that dog won't hunt anymore. You can't call anybody racist and get the same effect out of it as you did 10 years ago. Over with. And the last but not least, the only other thing they can run on, folks, is January 6th. January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Now, we know, we all know, that the January 6th unselect committee has turned up nothing. They have nothing. And the only thing that they do have is charades, propaganda, when they're going to do another hearing so they can drag President Trump's name through the mud. But even circle back Jen Psaki. Before we get to this, I'd like to thank Raymond. Raymond just sent $500 for our family funeral. Raymond Hind, Lisa uh, McCoy, Patsy Boatwright, Sherry Z. Denise9904, but Raymond sent $500. I'd like to thank you guys. I wish I could stop the news and thank you all individually. I'm so very thankful to you. My wife is going to be so very thankful. I promise you. I promise you. I, 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 I'm not overlooking you guys' donations, okay? Thank you. Um, even circle back Jen Psaki says, focusing on January 6th is going to lose. You're going to lose. Nobody cares about January 6th. And even circle back Psaki has enough sense to understand that. Check this out. I agree with Brendan that crime is an issue that Democrats have to speak to. I think there was a missed opportunity there for Mandela Barnes. When he talked about the insurrection, I think that Mm. was a little disconnected from what people in Wisconsin are feeling. I mean, Milwaukee, crime is up in Milwaukee. There you go. There you go. I think when he spoke about the insurrection, that's a little bit of a disconnect from what people in Wisconsin are feeling. It's a little bit of a disconnect from what everybody in the country is feeling. Haven't you seen the poll numbers? Nobody gives a hoot about the January 6th unselect committee. Nobody cares. Not even Democrats care. And now you've got Circleback Saki, who's 10 times smarter than the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, 10 times smarter than she is, even though Jen's still dumb. And she says, that dog doesn't hunt. So they have no abortion to run on. They have no insurrection to run on. And, then, and racism is an old dog that doesn't hunt anymore. How are they going to win? They're not going to win. Folks, we have 4,100 people actively watching on Rumble. Please, let's rumble the crap out of this video. Let's get it to 2,000. We have 1,500 watching on Getter, and we have people watching on Roku and Firestick. Please, not only rumble my video, but rumble the other host's video too. And today, coming up in just 15 minutes, Mike Crispy, unafraid, following him, Anna Perez, wrong think. We're getting bigger. We're getting bolder. We're getting stronger 
and we are going to make America great again. I promise you that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, one person who's been working his absolute butt off to make sure that we do have a red wave is Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler is a soldier. He's a warrior for God. He's a warrior for this patriot movement. He's a warrior for MAGA. He's a warrior for the Republicans. If it wasn't for Scott Pressler, we would not even be in a position to be able to say that we have a four, a five, a six, or a seven-point lead nationally. Scott Pressler has not been around lately because Scott Pressler has been, well, I'll let him tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, please, another person to keep in your prayers. We have a soldier down on the battlefield. I repeat, a soldier down on the battlefield. And we need to pick him up because we're only as strong as our weakest link. And we need to keep carrying on with what Scott Pressler has been doing for so long. Ladies and gentlemen, a message from Scott. Everybody, this is Scott Pressler. There's a reason why you haven't seen much of me. And it's because for the last month and a half, I've been pretty much bed bound. And I almost lost the ability to use my legs. I have a blood disease that triggered my anemia and my weight got dangerously low. The good news is I have a great doctor who's taking care of me and I will recover from this. But I owe it to you to let you know what's going on. And actually, I want to apologize because I wish I could be out there knocking on doors and pounding the pavement and getting out the vote for our Republicans, but I simply just can't do it. And so I want to thank you, the tens of thousands of you out there that have become precinct chairs and election day workers and who are registering voters and knocking on doors and in my absence doing that work. But I want to let you know that I'm not going to let this stop me. And that even though I'm at home, I'm still recruiting volunteers and I'm connecting them with swing districts so we can take back the house and take back that gavel from Nancy Pelosi. But I wanted to make this video because I know many of you are wondering where I am, why you haven't seen me, but just know that my heart is 100% in this and we are gonna fight together to make sure that this November we have a resounding, decisive, America first Republican victory. And I will be at CPAC this year. I am not missing that for a hot second. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Pressler will be at CPAC. Uh, he had a, Somebody asked what's wrong with him. He has, a, he has a rare blood disease, which caused him to almost lose his legs. Um, but you know what I caught out of all that? Obviously, we're going to pray for Scott, and God's going to heal him. God's going to heal him because he has a lot of work to do. What caught me out of that and what made me cry when I first saw it, because I love Scott. Love Scott for a long time. Great friend. He said he apologized. He apologized. I know, I know all too well how that feeling goes. Everybody says, no, you work your butt off. You do enough. Take time. No. People like Scott can never do enough. 
He can never knock on enough doors. He can never register enough people. He can never hug enough people. He can never spread enough positivity. God chooses people like Scott. And when God chooses you, you're never done. You're never done. You work until you die. So I would like to send positive vibes, prayers from all over the world to Scott. Don't apologize, Scott. But at the same time, I understand why you did. We love you, buddy. Get well. Get back out there on the battlefield. We'll take the reins from here, my friend. That is why I asked you guys all to go to auditthevotepa.com. They need poll watchers right now in Pennsylvania. Please, please, please help them, okay? Please help them. Uh, You can mail him a donation instead if you want. His address scrolls at the bottom of this video. Oh, if you want to do that. Okay, you're talking about me. I thought you were talking about Scott. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a couple more stories, and I don't want to keep uh, Mike Crispy waiting that much longer. I will tell you that the end of this week, Friday, at the end of this week on Friday, we will be selecting our winner for the Enviro Cleanse. Uh, This is the best air purifier machine in the world. It works. I promise you, I left home for four days and I felt so clogged up when I got home. And last night I slept with it and I feel like a million bucks again. It is by far the best air purifier in the world. That's why they use them on submarines. The Department of Defense uses them to keep our Navy men and women safe. EnviroCleanse.com, ladies and gentlemen. Promo code LFA. Get a big discount on this machine. If you get it, much like Field of Greens and anything else that we promote here, it will change your life if you can afford it. If not, and if you haven't yet, please send in to Jeremy Jer- uh, jeremyherald.com your request to win one. We are selecting a winner by random at the end of this week. I pray that all of you get it. Please go to envirocleanse.com today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a couple more stories you're going to want to hear. Have you heard about PayPal? Not only does PayPal owe us thousands of dollars and keeps pushing that off saying, we paid you. We paid you everything we owed you. It would cost a lot more than $6,000 to take PayPal's worthless butt to court to try to get that $6,000. But if you have not heard, at the end of last week, PayPal said that in their new policy that you agree to if you use PayPal, they can actually take $2,500 from you if you put up any misinformation. Let me repeat while you're rumbling the video in case you have not liked this video yet. Reach down and press the plus sign, the thumbs up, or the rumble, uh, the, the boxing glove. PayPal said that they were going to take $2,500 from anybody that used their platform out of your bank account and by their, by their policy they could have if you, if you uh, push misinformation. Again, who's to decide? Who is to decide what the misinformation is? But following a surge of online calls to close their PayPal accounts, PayPal actually reversed it and said, we're changing that policy immediately. We will not take money from you if you push misinformation. However, ladies and gentlemen, you think that them sneaking it in there and then backtracking publicly is going to stop them from pushing this? No, because the people that tried to uh, cancel their accounts and call and cancel their accounts or do it online, they weren't letting them. They were not letting them cancel their account. So if you are one of these people, Get rid of PayPal today. Destroy the app. Change your card. Disassociate that card with PayPal. Do not allow your bank to let PayPal take any money or receive any money at all using your card. 
PayPal, once again, strikes again, ladies and gentlemen. We're moving on because we've got to hurry up. Mike Crispy's coming up next. Trump-appointed judge has blocked the Biden administration and the EEOC from imposing pronouns and unisex bathroom mandates on employers. This is a big, big, huge win for Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Ladies and gentlemen, U.S. District Judge Matthew Kazmarek has issued a ruling blocking all federal mandates from imposing pronoun bathrooms and unisex bathrooms, meaning it's he or she until the day we die in Texas. This Texas lawsuit obviously was brought by Ken Paxton, a great, great, great man. I met him in person a couple times fighting for Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, a Trump-appointed judge has delivered another major blow to the Biden administration. And as we're doing this quick round robin, I want to get to Sheriff Grady in Florida. Because as you know, ladies and gentlemen, that hurricane ripped through Florida. And as it did, it created mountains and mountains of problems, including looting. And looters are still, are still robbing people's houses and stores. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what Sheriff Grady Judd said down in Florida about looters. Check this out. People have a right to be safe in their homes. They have a right for their property to be safe, even when part of their home may be torn away. And these looters, that's unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable. I would highly suggest that if a looter breaks into your home, comes into your home while you're there to steal stuff, that you take your gun and you shoot him. You shoot him so that he looks like grated cheese. Because you know what? That's one looter that won't break into anyone else's home and take advantage of them when they're the most vulnerable and the most weak. Amen. He says when a when a looter breaks into your house to rob you, you take your gun and you shoot him and you shoot him and you make him look like grated cheese, ladies and gentlemen, so that they never harm, heart, harm or hurt another individual. You shoot him and make him look like grated cheese. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you would rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. That's going to do it for Live from America today. Remember, Mike Crispy is up next if you can't watch him for whatever reason. His pre-video is up now. When you leave this show, go over there and just rumble it real quick. And also rumble Antonio's and Loud Majority's videos as well. And today, the debut of Wrong Think after Mike Crispy's Unafraid with Anna Perez. Ladies and gentlemen, remember there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love all of you. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for the love. I'll see you at 5 p.m. tonight. I'm going to be heated. You're not going to want to miss it. Until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Crispy up next. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living and breathing.